Welcome back to episode 35 of the Shy Sports Weekly Podcast. We got a great show coming your way, folks. We got a big guest. Kyle, I'll let you pronounce his name because... <laughs> Wait, I was waiting for <laughs> Wanted him to try it, though. Wanted him to try it. Yeah. Drew. Sorry, say it again, Ryan. Drew from Bears Wire. Yep. So we, we chop it up and talk a little bear shop with Ryan. Had some good... Uh, Good laughs, good conversation, and uh, you'll want to stick around for that. But for now, first thing we need to do, most importantly, newly engaged member of the pod. T's home. What's up, dude? Congrats. What's going on? Thanks, boys. Appreciate it. Look at me. Who would have thought? Not me. I actually was a little disappointed when I saw the pictures and uh, your orange hat wasn't on. (laughs) Well, you know, I thought to myself, I love this orange hat. But which one do I love more? And so I immediately <laughs> yeah. grabbed my orange hat. I was really hoping I was going to see you down on a knee with your with the orange hat in your hand behind your back <laughs> and the ring I, in the other hand. Honestly, when we do some uh, engagement photos or whatever it is white people love to do, uh, maybe I'll just do one of those, the orange hat behind the back. You need to. I think it's a power move, to be honest. So the orange that's, hat. that's like a serious adult move right there. You are, you are a grown-up. Serious adult move. You're the one that bought a place at the age of fucking 26. 26. That's true, but I mean, this ain't about me. This ain't about me or my place. <laughs> this episode's about you. So. The whole episode. We're literally talking <laughs> T-SOM. The guy gets engaged. Yeah, that's the name of this episode. The, the boys get engaged. <laughs> congrats, congrats, congrats. Thank name you. it engagement photos. Name it engagement photos. Huh? Said name and engagement photos. You're saying name the episode engagement photos. Uh, <laughs> or, and then in parentheses, put or other shit white people do. Or other shit white people do. <laughs> <laughs> that, that just with Ryan Fedro. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll see it and he'll have no idea. I'm just going to name it white people with Ryan Fedro. <laughs> white, white people. Oh, you canceled quick, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's do number 35s. Max, we had a soft. Want me to kick it off? All right, no, I'll start with uh, Frank Thomas. Boom. Yeah, easy slam dunk. I don't think we need to name any other White Sox after that. No, you don't. Um, well, let's stick with baseball. How about Cole Hamels? Ooh, he's hot as shit. By the way, the Coltrane. Yeah, didn't he? Did he? Correct me if I'm wrong. Did he just sign a deal in the off season? I have no idea. I'm I feel gonna... like he was trying to make a comeback. Last, I know last year he was. I don't think he signed anything this year. There's no way he signed anything so far. We're not here to talk about that either, though. No, we haven't talked about Cubs a lot recently, but we will soon. Um, I'm going to go Zach Bowman. Oh, okay. Zach anything Bowman. to add about Zach Bowman? Uh, he was pretty shitty. <laughs> How about, this is a throwback, Anthony Thomas. The A-Train? The second A Train 2.0 because the real A Train was Artist Gilmore, but Anthony Thomas, Chicago Bears running back. He's not the real A Train to me. He's not the real A Train to you? No, the the eight the first A Train wasn't the real A Train. Oh. He's a phony. Anthony Thomas is the real A Train to me, is what I'm saying. Um, Max, I was giving you the opportunity to to name a Blackhawks one, but Tony Esposito, Tony L. Okay. Yeah. 
had no clue. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> All right. But I'll I'll throw it right back at you and ask you to uh, name me a Bears or I mean a Bulls number thirty-five. Brian Scalabrini. No, he was twenty-four. Uh, give me a hint. <laughs> I can't because if you can name any of these players, I will literally. I'll give you Is twenty dollars. Like, what was the last year that a player wore number thirty-five? Two thousand ten. Can you give me the college that that player went to? Luol no, I don't even know who he is. Is it like Nazir Muhammad? No. There's a guy named Chris Richard, Demetrius Nichols, Malik Allen. Mr. J- Nichols? Jared Reiner, Lonnie Baxter. Never heard of any of those guys. Yep. Imagine naming your kid Lonnie. So here's a fun one, Raheem Mostert. Yeah, I know. I saw that. Wow, that one's crazy. There's yep. an even funner one. Randall Simon. <laughs> That's a perfect one to end on. Ty, have you, you ever heard of Randall Simon before? More of a Simon Cowell kind of guy myself. <laughs> more of a, you look like more of a Simon Says kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Especially with that hat on. <laughs> uh, it's actually perfect because he does kind of do whatever we just tell him to do. If there's, if there's one thing I know, it's that I am, in fact, a Simon Says boy. <laughs> New episode name is Simon Says. Simon Says the Bears are fucked. <laughs> um, no, Ty, real quick, before we jump into the episode, have you, do you know who Randall Simon is? Uh, no. Randall what Cobb? Is? Know him. <laughs> this is a... <laughs> This is a, something you're gonna love to look up. Look up Google random sausage, random sausage, Randall Simon beats sausage. <laughs> random sausage beats Randall. <laughs> <laughs> random sausage plays Simon says. <laughs> oh my god! If Let's just, just go to the interview. If you just type in Randall Simon in Google, it comes up with Randall Simon sausage. No, yeah, because in Milwaukee. I have seen this. I lied to you. I have 100% seen this. You've seen it before? Yeah. Yeah, he literally beats a sausage. Don't we all beat our sausage once in a while? I think he just trips it, but yeah. In Milwaukee? No, didn't he smack it in the head? (laughs) I thought he just stuck his bat out and tripped it while it was running. (laughs) Stuck his finger in him? Ty, can you uh, you watch that video? Simon says watch that video really quick and tell us who's right. (laughs) Well... You know what I should do? Ah, we'd probably get pulled down off YouTube for copyright, so never mind. Let me see I can play it on the screen for all of us to watch. But again, dude, I don't really know how copyright works. It only it's only if you get caught. I'm not okay. a doctor. Right, so what's all right. the very did you trip him or hit him? <sighs> Race is going fine. Everyone's cruising right along, and then some problems. And uh, we hope everyone, everyone's okay. This took a while. But the sauce- Do they actually get hurt? Yeah, dude, they get you fucking arrested. Down there. One of the pirates. I mean, that couldn't have felt good. Italian with a bat. I don't know how smart that is to do that. There's a real human being in there, man. Oh, yeah, you hit him right over the head with a bat. I <laughs> told you. Fucking <laughs> smack and silly. That's fucking hilarious. He thought he was just having a good time. And also assault with a deadly weapon. 
That's Some a sound, say. brother. <laughs> All right, on that note, we're sending it to the interview. Ryan Fedro. Fedro. I already forgot how to say his name. All right, fans, we have a big guest today. We have Ryan Fedro. Jeez, I already forgot how to say your last name. Perfect. Is it Fedro? Yep, that's perfect. Ryan F. From uh, the Bears Wire, part of USA's, USA Today's NFL Network program. Ryan, how we doing? I'm good, man. I'm just excited to be here. Yeah. Uh, so let's talk a little bit. We'll go into yesterday's game. What you're probably not excited about was yesterday's game. Yeah, I was about to say. Yeah, that, no, that game was rough. Not when you bring up the game. Uh, Andy Dalton, he's the first Bears quarterback since uh, Matt Barkley in 2016. And again, <laughs> Washington to throw four interceptions. The Trubisky era might have sucked for a lot of you, but bring the ball over that much. Did someone um, did someone email you the notes? Because I was, was about to say, what the fuck? That was me a question. Is that well, already thing? That was I had that in my notes. I literally it was so the first question was going to be let's talk let's talk about yesterday really quick. How gross is the combination of Matt Nagy and Andy Dalton? And then right after that says, can you name the last bear to throw four interceptions in a game? <laughs> I bet you the last one after that is probably Cutler. He threw five. I think he did it multiple times. It, yeah. I remember one game, actually speaking of Washington, against Washington, threw four interceptions to the same guy. It was D'Angelo Hall, right? Yeah. I couldn't I remember watching that game. I couldn't believe it. I was like, this guy. <laughs> I'm going to pull up the last, like, ten quarterbacks for the bear, or last in the last 10 to 15 years. But while I do that, do that, do that. Because I mean, I th- with the bear weather, bear weather, quote unquote. Uh, you know, Kyler Murray coming off. Uh, I mean, I don't know he's on a bye, but he hasn't played in a couple weeks. I mean, it, it almost seemed like the Bears were in a, a weird spot to pull off. I mean, an upset, but I mean, Andy Dalton, he just turned the ball over left and right. I mean, he gave him no chance. <laughs> I had a weird feeling they were going to win that game. I don't know why. I was like, you know, they're going to win. I woke up and was like, they're going to win today, aren't they? And then, you know, it was total opposite. <laughs> one of the picks I saw wasn't his fault. Um, as much as I love to rip on Andy Dalton, he actually hit Komet like in the chest, and it just bounced off his chest and I right swear, into the DBs. Where it was down. If he if he caught the ball, it's down. If not, then you know whatever. But yeah, right, right. I don't know. They didn't show a replay enough, so it wouldn't have changed much. But if you take two of those interceptions away, you're at least taking ten points away, and it's a different ball game. Spoken like a true Bears fan. It's a different <laughs> game, but it, it's the exact same outcome. Whether it's eleven points, twelve points, fifteen points, five points, three—it doesn't matter. Loss is a loss, and we're on to Green Bay. Yeah, I think I think a positive takeaway from it is you know on offense, probably the Kyle, one right I spot. Think, was I think David Kyle's Montgomery. mic went out here. Technical difficulties or what? I think the positive take is you know who your quarterback. Not, it's not the guy that wears 14. It's not the red rifle. Wait, do we need to pause for Kyle? Yeah, let's take a quick break here. He's got he's having some difficulties. So I guess if we want to take a positive spin on the game or one of the lone bright spots in the offense is probably David Montgomery. Um, I, I don't know how many yards he had from scrimmage, but he had like eight catches for 50 yards. He got in for a touchdown. Um, that's a guy that I know people say like running backs are a dime a dozen, but like he seems like one of the few pieces that they're going to want to keep around. I can't believe people are talking about trading him. There's it wasn't anyone serious, but there's like fans are like, you know, let's just keep Khalil Herbert and trade David Montgomery. I'm like, no, this guy. I think he had like 97 yards rushing over 140, probably 135 uh, yards from scrimmage. He played fantastic. He was yeah. the only who played well 
on Sunday. All right, so I'm going to play devil's advocate here, though. If you're not going to be competitive here in the next two to three years, I mean, running backs don't have a long lifespan in the NFL. Why, why would you be opposed to trading him? I mean, it almost it makes somewhat some sense, doesn't it? What am I getting for him? Yeah, that's what I was going mean, to say. That's the thing. I, like I, don't, I mean, I don't the NFL or just you know, someone's, someone's going to throw a fifth round pick your way or something. Right. I mean, they got rid of and Jordan Howard had an off year the year they traded him, like, but they got what a fourth round pick for him. That's ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, for for if you're going to trade, going to trade, going to trade, you can trade him for a fourth round pick or oh. a day two. I mean, yeah, I guess you could, we could, we could, we could, maybe it'd be two second rounders. I almost say one first. I know that sounds ridiculous for a running back, but two second rounders, I would. Everyone's got a price, unless you're Patrick Mahomes. A lot of these guys have a price. I mean, you see what the guy's able to do in the Bears' offense behind this line. Like imagine if you put him in a you know a top ten unit, I mean it'd be scary. <laughs> He'd probably be doing Jonathan Taylor type stuff. I was honestly thinking how how he would be doing if he was with the Chiefs, like if he was in that Chiefs offense or behind. It'd be un- it must be unfair, and I, it honestly would be because he has a. I mean, he. I feel like just because he plays on the Bears and the Bears are just so bad, he gets. I mean, he just is so underrated. He legitimately is. I mean, maybe this is just a bias, but I think he's a top ten, easily a top ten back in the league. You're just saying that because he's on your fantasy team. He, no, he's easily a top top ten. <laughs> I mean, yardage wise, I mean, you can't go yardage is the number one thing. But he was, I think, fifth in the league in yards last year. Um, he he played well. Uh, he was. They don't use they haven't used him right until the end of last year, and then most of this year they've used him right. Obviously, he was hurt for a little bit, but. I don't know. It's so frustrating. Like, I, I hate talking about the Bears' offense because of how frustrating it is. But for the last – as long as I can remember, they've always had a solid running back, except for the Benny Cunningham years. But they've had some <laughs> – It's so true. I was, I was just thinking the same thing. It's like if there's one thing that they have locked down, it's usually been the running back position. You know what's crazy to me is how – I mean, what are they in the league in rushing right now? Are they they're, – they're in the top ten, right? Are they like eighth overall in rushing? They have to be. I mean, how are they so good, I'll say, at running the ball, but their their passing game is just atrocious? I mean, is that Matt Nagy? Is that scheming? What is that? Well, I will say their run blocking grades much better than their pass blocking, and I don't have an answer for you there, but at the I surface level. <laughs> I, I don't know how that's I – mean, I mean, some guys are just better run blockers, but the fact that you have five guys and of that five – obviously they've been switching the, the guys in – but you're telling me that your offensive line can only run block. You can't hold, you can't block for three to four seconds to let Justin Fields and Andy Dalton get rid of the football. You're telling me that you want your guy. I mean, the only reason why I wouldn't want Fields coming back this year is because the season's done basically. And I don't want to see him get hurt again. And then for the next coach, have him stun his growth because he's going through half the offseason, you know, in rehab. Banged up. Yeah. But I, well, I guess since you brought up Fields, do you, I mean, what are some of the things you, you liked seeing from Fields, you know, earlier this season or when he was playing, when he was healthy? And what are some of the things he can kind of build off of heading into next year? Yeah, he just got better each game, it seemed like. I mean, the, the Pittsburgh game, I think that was his game. And then that 49ers touchdown. But the Pittsburgh game, that is kind of where I was like, you know what? They might have something with this guy. Because the rookie year is always tough to build from. Um, 
and I mean, I don't mean Bellfront, but I mean to be like, yeah, we have our guy. We don't have our guy. I think it takes about 30 starts before you really know. Uh, but I, I believe, you know, that Pittsburgh game, I was like, you know what? The Bears might have something here. And if they get a better coach and a better offensive scheme, they might have something here. Well, speaking of coaches and offensive schemes, uh, so yesterday, Tevin Jenkins was active for the first time all season, but he was only utilized on uh, special teams for field goal blocking. What What's the reasoning behind him not being on the O-line? Uh, I mean, is he not better than Sam Mustafer? I know he's not a center, but can't you – I mean, wouldn't you put him at guard and have him between Cody Whitehair and Jason Peters or whatever to kind of protect him? Or I mean, like, it just makes no sense there, right? He was on a uh, snap count because of that, but I don't know. I mean – that just goes to the offensive line coach, and that goes that either you don't believe in the guy, he's not as healthy as we think he is, or he was just on a snap count, and they just were like, let's go with our, our starting five that we have now. Mm. Okay. What you got, Max? Yeah, well, I'm, I mean, just going back to that Pittsburgh game, I know, Kyle, you you know, we're talking Tevin Jenkins, but it just felt like, like you were saying, uh, Ryan, about fields kind of progressing in the second half of that game. Frustrating because, like, you know, it was like Robinson kind of had a good game there. Finally, it felt like things were moving in the right direction. And then Robinson hurts his hamstring fields gets hurt. And then it was just like, really when you kind of thought they could have picked up some steam and gained some momentum, you know, injuries hit him. Do you think Ryan, do you think it's like the case if the bears, if they beat the Steelers there, if they beat the Ravens, I mean, is is it completely different for Nagy or the narrative around Nagy where it's not fire Nagy, fire pace? It's more just like, hey, we're fighting for a playoff spot here. Yeah, because they're six and six. I think the fans are still kind of annoyed, but I think it's I mean, you remember after the Rams game, everyone's like, this guy's done. We're done with them. They went uh, they're three and two at one point after the Browns game. Everyone's done with them. They're three and two. It dies down if they're six and six right now. The fire Nagy chance don't start. Everything's just totally different. Where do you land? Where do you land on the fire Nagy uh, meter? I've been done with them since the Saints game in 2019. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> I gave them a second shot in 2020, but uh, the Atlanta game was enough for me. The one that they won. Uh, just Last the way year? the way he handled that. He didn't go up to Trubisky to let him know. I mean, you're still a play caller, and you can't tell Trubisky that you're benching him. Oh, you're saying, okay, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, yeah, I know, uh, Foles came in and he won the game for him, but yeah, that was how he handled that. It just kind of speaks to how he is as a leader. His character, right? So I mean, always, at this point, it seems like it's gotta be a done deal. Like he's gone after this season. And I don't know if it's just the bare way to not fire a coach mid season, but you got to think he's, he's done. Like this is his last year. Do you, do you agree? And if so, who do you think they're going to target in the offseason? I agree. I think he's done. I don't know who they're going to target. I hope – look, I like Brian Dable as an offensive coordinator, but I think you have to go college route. I think you have to go with a guy that's been a head coach. So you're uh, you're saying a college head coach right now, like uh, maybe a Ryan Day? He knows Justin Fields, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean <laughs> – we were talking about this a little bit uh, last week or the week before, but it's almost like he makes, I mean, he does, it makes sense. I mean, why not? He was his, I mean, for, was it two years he was, uh, he was Fields head coach in college? I mean, and he was a Heisman finalist both those years. I mean, obviously he knows him. 
what do you think the biggest adjustment would be going from college to the NFL though for him? Just the, just the game, you know, that's a different game. Uh, the it's, it's a total different game from a, just everyone's way smarter at this level. And I think that's what quarterbacks, that's why a lot of quarterbacks struggle and they can't get out of that funk is because you think something's open, but these linebackers and safeties are way smarter. And I think as a coach, you just have to, you need to surround your guy, yourself, your staff with guys that are as smart as you and smarter. And I don't think Nagy ever did that. I know he was an OC. He's been in the league for a while, but he's, you know, Bill Lazer's a decent OC, but he early on surrounded himself with people that weren't that smart. Um, Vic Banjo, I have a lot of respect for. So, I mean, offensively. Yeah. But they, he didn't surround himself with the right guys. And I think that was why when Vic Banjo left, the team fouled. The, the hire of, um, what was the guy last year? I'm, I'm Pagano. Yeah, Chuck Pagano. I love the guy. Nice guy. Not a defensive coordinator. <laughs> <laughs> nice guy. And he was a solid coach with uh, with Andy. Indy, but he also had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck. So you, I don't know, but Ryan Day's my guy. Um, I I'd like to say Jim Harbaugh, but people don't like him really. That was and my I, next question. Like, what about Harbaugh? He's not. I don't think he's leaving Michigan. Even if they want a title, he's definitely not leaving. Didn't he just get an extension this year? Uh. I don't know if he got an extension. I know he he's hitting a shit ton of uh, incentives right now. Incentives, right? He's Winning biggies, giving big tennies. Yeah, to the people who were you know were cut short of work because of COVID. Yeah, I know he was doing that. I don't know if I mean he he honestly could have gotten an extension. I have no idea. But I mean he's he's at least been an NFL coach. He's he's no Chicago. He's a Bears quarterback. I mean he knows the market at least. I think that's a big thing too. I mean. I don't know if Nagy knew exactly what he was getting into. The Chicago market is, I mean, Bears fans are ruthless. Look at where they're, they're chanting fucking fire Nagy at his kid's football game. Yeah, you know, so when I first saw that, I didn't know it was his kid's game. I didn't t- tweet anything at it, but I thought it was just a random game. I was like, oh, that's kind of funny. And then I realized <laughs> game, and I'm like, oh, my God, I definitely got to stay quiet on that. But I was like, oh, that's hilarious. It's just like fans chanting at a random, like, a random high school game. And then I was like, Oh wait, no, his kids playing That's ruthless. I was like, it's not the kid's fault that his, his father can't coach. Well, yeah. That's a- tough. Apparently one of the wake for or Lake forest, whatever fucking kids said that they've gotten that at every single game they've played this year. So <laughs> really? Yeah, that's tough. I mean, I was watching the U of I Notre Dame basketball game and this game is in Champaign and fire naggy chance of breaking out two and a half hours South of soldier field. <laughs> For the kid, though, he's probably going to school and people are like, oh, my God, what'd your father do yesterday? And he's just like, I'm not involved with the team at all. It's not my fault. <laughs> so bad kid. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to say anything else. I feel bad for the kid. It's not his fault. I feel bad for – I don't think you should get personal with the family. Right. But, uh, that's too far. Poor kid probably <laughs> wants his dad to get fired at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Probably hates the area now. He's probably like, okay, I'm done with these fans, and he doesn't understand that. He probably doesn't understand that side of it. But he's like in what middle school, maybe what ninth grade, I think. He's very young. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a ninth grader. There's nobody yeah. in Chicago who wants Nagy fired more than his own fucking son. <laughs> I think his family's done. They're like, either either we're leaving or we're we're at least leaving. If you're coming with us, you're coming with us. But I heard a rumor, uh, and I don't know how true it is. I'm breaking it here. I don't have I don't have an inside source on this, but I heard a rumor from someone that might 
who said that Maggie is out and he's going to try to uh, get like a college job, kind of like resign type thing uh, to save face. But that makes no sense. It didn't make sense to me. I said, why the heck would you downgrade going from a story franchise like the Bears to a college team? I will. I mean, not that it happens often, but you hear me. I mean, Nick Saban, wasn't he the, uh, a coach for he was the Dolphins coach for a bit there? I mean, again, I'm not saying Nagy's anywhere in the same stratosphere. Yeah. Different game, but, but Fred Hoiberg did it too. Went from uh, the Bulls and Jim Harbaugh and yep. Jim Harbaugh. I mean, granted, he went to his alma mater where, and which is a, a blue blood program. But I mean, you watch Nagy's going to go to like fucking Eastern Kentucky. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Western Michigan. He's going to end up at like like a D2 school and be like, oh, see you guys, I turned things around at this D2 school. Grand Valley State. He's just going to keep screaming BU at the kids. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to be someone else, and he's got to stop talking about this wise crap. I mean, it's almost like a joke at this point. It is a joke, but it's like you're feeding into this meme almost. He really is. He's, he's, we got, you know, it's watching his press conference. It's like asinine. And, and I feel bad. I actually feel bad for the people that run the Bears social media because they just, I mean, they, they I mean, they're for sponsorships. I'm sure they have to tweet out the, um, was it like the, the post game presser? And then when he meets with the media on Monday or Wednesday or whatever. And I, I mean, if I have, I have time, I always watch them and I love reading the comments because everybody's just clowning this guy, like legitimately just ripping. Nag- it's a roast of Nagy like twice a week. It's the fucking best. The problem is I have to pay attention to it or else I wouldn't watch it. <laughs> yeah, I see where I'm like kind of listening half ass and whatnot. But yeah, why, like doesn't he just come off as like such a buffoon? You know, we have to look into the whys. You know, we're, we're going to evaluate that this week. Has anybody asked him like, hey, wh- what are the whys? Can anyone ask why you're such an asshole? That's what they should just say. Why are you such an <laughs> asshole? Like, why? <laughs> Why are you the way you are? It's <laughs> my like, favorite question Chris to ask somebody. Let Chris Tabor run. Just he he's not good either, but he's an upgrade. And it's not hard to be an upgrade for Matt Maggie, but just let him run the team for the last what five games and just call it a call it a season, guys. Well, at what point do you think that they are gonna fire him? Uh Black Monday. You think yeah. it's gonna be after the season? Yeah, there's no way they're gonna fire him. They At this done point, anything. yeah, I think so too. Even with that new rule that says if you uh, if you fire a coach during the season, you're able to interview coaches or at least start that process two weeks earlier. I don't think is that I you can't you can't interview. Um, so like, let's say they wanted to go after Brian Dable, they couldn't interview him now. I believe after the season they could, but they can't now. No, they can. They could start interviewing uh, candidates in week 17. Yeah, it just got passed. Like. Oh, okay. So then, yeah, sure. Fire in week 17 and then <laughs> go go to someone. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's really tough. Firing a coach is tough because it, the team is not doing well, obviously. Um, you don't fire a winning coach. So the team's obviously not doing well. It's a rebuild start. You have a young quarterback. The team's getting older on defense. Um, they have a lot of young guys, but I'm talking like the Max, the Hicks. Mm-hmm getting just getting to that point do you see any situation in which matt nagy is the head coach next year went out and won a playoff game (laughs) so now (laughs) this morning i saw like the scenarios of what it would take for the bears to get into the playoffs 
Okay, so here's the thing with Matt Nagy. He's four and seven as the coach this year because Chris Tabor had one of the losses against the 49ers. So let's say they go uh, seven and ten. Okay, now he's got an argument. I was seven and nine the last of the last three years prior here. I took you to the playoffs twice. I have one year left on my deal. Give me a chance to work with Justin this full offseason. He's gonna master my offense. We're gonna make the playoffs, you know, next year. If by if by midway we're not in contention or or we're on another losing streak, you can fire me. If not, you know, I'm gonna earn my extension. And they're probably gonna have a new GM either way, because Ryan Pace is done after this year. Um, I don't know. I mean, that's the only way you can make an argument, but I, it's really hard to sell Matt Nagy because Ryan Pace is done after this year unless he gets extended. So it's really hard to sell Matt Nagy. And I mean, if you have a new GM, the new GM's obviously going to want his guy. He's not going to want <laughs> fucking Matt Nagy at the home. The only well, thing there is if Fields masters Nagy's offense, he'll just wind up a backup quarterback like Mitch did. <laughs> I thought Mitch. Well, you know, the problem was is they made it seem like Mitch was a dumbass and they made it seem like Chase Daniel was the smart guy and we saw the difference. They made it seem like Nick Foles was the smart guy and we saw the difference. Um, and, they're, you know, Justin's supposed to be this really smart guy and even he can't get it. Um, Nick Foles says the offense doesn't work. Nick Foles is like the nicest guy. He's not going to just come out and say this. You know, obviously he mouthed it, didn't know the camera was on him, but mm. the offense does not work. And it has not worked since 2019. Something needs to change. They're too stubborn to fire the guy. I mean, what would you do? I mean, what are we all on the fire Nagy train? Is there one of you that's like, let's give him one more shot? I mean, how many one more shots does this guy get? None. I would have fired. I would fire him today. It was living on borrowed time. What a fire does as after the Rams game? I'd be like, you know what? No, we can't even beat a good. We can't even be competitive with a good team. That's the biggest thing is when you're playing these teams, the Rams, the Packers, the Bucs. Uh, I'm trying to think who, who else they got. The Cardinals. The, Car- yeah, the, Car- or the Browns. Who I'm, oh, the Browns is who I was thinking of. But, yeah, the Cardinals as well. It's like they're not even playing the same game. <laughs> like, if you watch Kyler Murray yesterday, it's like, I mean, granted, I know we had Andy Dalton under center, but it's like we, we're not playing the same game. We don't. Our offense doesn't look anything like this. Our weapons, I mean, they have fucking – A.J. Green, Rondale Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, Zach Ertz. I mean, we have Cole Komet, who's dropping everything. Jakeem Grant. Like, our number one's Darnell Mooney right now. Come on. Yeah. Like, what the – see, but I don't think that's an indictment on Nagy. I think that's an indictment on Pace. The Uh, roster's just shit. The roster is terrible. And I'm not – I don't know. I feel like the perfect window was, was losing to the Ravens' backup quarterback at home. Like, that was their shot right there to say, all right, you're gone, you know? Yeah, but they weren't going to do that on a short week. It was, I mean, they played on Thanksgiving that week. But it just, yeah. I mean, that was that was their fifth <laughs> loss in a row. Like, it was just like, that was your perfect opportunity to, to have enough grounds to say, all right, enough's enough. The team looked better under Chris Tabor. They looked like they had a little more, I know they lost by 11, but they had way more fire under him. They should have won that game. That's just another example of this era of the bears not being able to close out leads. Yeah. But it's, I mean, it really is. I feel like every year or every two, it's like the same cycle with the bears. It's like they have one good year and then it progressively gets shittier and shittier and shittier. I mean, Fox that last year, they were competitive with Trubisky under center. They were, they were competitive. They weren't getting blown out like they are now. I mean, they got killed by the Packers and they got killed by the Buccaneers. That was with Glenn Understander. They were competitive, even though they were losing those games. 
they were running the ball well. It was competitive. I mean, when they beat the Raiders and they were three and two, I was I was on the gravy train. I thought we were in good shape for a second. Though. The Raiders were also good at that point in time. Right. And the Raiders aren't bad now. They're not great. I mean, they're what, six and six? They're half like that. middle of the road. Oh. Every year they start off hot and then the end of the year they fall apart. It's almost like Nagy the last three years. Yeah. I mean that is that is true. He runs out of place. <laughs> he's great at scripting the first fifteen. <laughs> Just keep them in the starting fifteen plays. It's fine. If they work, plan, but none of them work. I don't think he has this, and they get too cute. I mean, no, they trust me. They they don't work. He scores like four points, and he's averaging like four points in the first. He was probably pumped. His offense scored twenty two points. He's probably like, at us twenty two. It's like, yeah, you you gave up thirty three, and twenty four of those points were off of your star quarterback. You needed. I mean, that is kind of crazy to think if the Bears score three touchdowns in a game, it's like, damn, the offense. Not looking too good. Yeah, it's a good day. I mean, when if you're your team like the Cardinals or I mean, shit, imagine the Packers putting up just 21 if Aaron Rock, like it, they two rushing touchdowns and a passing touchdown. You're like, yeah, their offense didn't look too good. <laughs> uh, that's, that's what they've that's what they've tricked us into thinking. It's oh my god, it's terrible. Well, Ryan, let me ask you. So if if you were handed the keys to being the president of football operations for the Bears, what like what are you doing to fix this mess? Are you fire you cleaning house? Are you sticking with pace? I'm stepping down and I'm calling Peyton Manning. <laughs> hey, I love this job, but I want you to have it. No, um, I'm firing. Maybe I would offer Ryan Pace a uh, a job as like an usher or something. Guest <laughs> <laughs> services rep. <laughs> right, this guy. Maybe he do some customer service for me or find a new. Job just, somewhere. just only let him enter the war room when we're making picks fourth round and later. That's that's his job. Yeah. He can he can draft oh. from the fourth to the seventh round. Well, you, you could give him a job up in the front office and, you know, where he doesn't have too much control, but he can throw his two cents in, which his two cents have, you know, not been great until the third, fourth round. Uh, Matt Nagy's gone, but I, I would, you got to steal a guy from like the Ravens or the, you're not going to get a package up, but you got to steal someone who's been smart and has success or has been on a team. What they did with Pace was smart. You go to New Orleans and you take a front office guy that has found success and has a, a winning resume. They just it just didn't turn out well because his coaching hiring was awful. Mm-hmm. What about a guy like Greg Roman? Uh, as head coach, heck yeah. See what he you see what he did with Lamar Jackson. He could do the same thing with Justin Fields. They're similar skill sets. I mean, Lamar's way faster, but you know, I I would argue that uh, Justin has a bigger arm, and I think if you can. Get him to master an offense. He's going to be a pretty good quarterback. The only so, thing that I would say is if they go the defensive route or a defensive-minded head coach, you better make sure that you get a rock-solid offensive coordinator that's going to groom and work with Justin Fields. But your problem is, is when they do well, you lose your offensive coordinator because he becomes a coach. So now you got to promote with within. Then you're probably going to move up your quarterback coach. And how good your quarterback coach going to be? It's so tough because there's no there's similar coordinators, but you're never going to get that same playbook. Right, that is true. That's a tough one, but they, it worked with Lovey for a little bit. Yeah, but the game was. I mean, think of how much the game has evolved in the past ten years. Besides, besides the Bears, I mean, throwing the ball is and just 
offenses are exploding. The game is built for offense. So, I mean, I, I know there's defensive coach head coaches out there, but they're, they're slowly becoming extinct. Defensive minded head coaches that are, that is, well, uh, is it make or break for you that the head coach would have to have previous NFL head coaching or just head coaching experience at all? I'd prefer, but it's not uh, needed. It's preferred, but it's not. It's like 70%. It's nice to have. But the right coordinator, the right situation would be fine. I mean, I'd, uh, Kyle, I want someone that has, has led a locker room uh, more than just calling plays for seven games. And being Andy Reid's coffee boy, and then out of nowhere getting a job. <laughs> if we're going, if we're going strictly off of looks, like looking the part, you got to think Harbaugh and Dable are at the top of the list. Like I can just see both of those guys on the sidelines. That's just Street. confused, mad, Dable, cold, and what? Dable just looks like the guy that can coach in cold weather. And- <laughs> yes. Like you right. just look at him, and he just does not like. I mean, he's in the booth, but he just does not. He just was like, I don't give a shit what the weather is. I'm like, <laughs> My hoodie and my. He's gonna have basketball shorts on. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. He's gonna be the first. <laughs> like I got my hoodie and my sweatpants on, and we're gonna call some plays and do well for one year, and then suck the next three. No, I like Dable. He did well with Josh, but I wonder is he gonna be one of those guys that's only a quarterback guru as an offensive coordinator? Because you guys, I mean, I don't know if you remember. I don't because I wasn't alive. But Mark Trestman did really well as a quarterback coach, and then he Raiders. He was with the 49ers, I believe, at one point. Yeah, with he, was both. he was with both. He did well as a quarterback coach. He sucked as an OC. He was unreal, unreal as a head coach, and unreal as a, in a bad way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's kind of like uh, Josh McDaniels, too, a little bit. So, uh, no, uh, you guys are literally taking my next two questions here. Is the coach? I was about to ask you. Me? I, I was about to ask you that, but I 1,000% would. I'm all, I'm all about the Josh McGravy train. I don't have an answer for you. I the only reason I wouldn't is because I and this is no sources to this. This is just pure intuition. He just seems like kind of a pussy. <laughs> well, you know he. <laughs> it's true. I'll say this: he he an idiot when he went to Denver. He tore apart that uh, he he tore apart that offense for no reason. He got rid of Jay Cutler, who was a Pro Bowl quarterback the year before. Yeah. Uh, I was happy because Smoke and Jay was it was awesome to have him in Chicago for as long as we we had him the eight years or whatever. Um, those last three were awful, but besides that, the first five were kind of exciting. You kind of until the end of the year, they, you, you were always kind of like, are, "Are the Bears going to make the playoffs here?" And then there was the one year where it was like he was in the MVP conversation before the season started. Oh, there was one year where I thought they I thought they were going to win the Super Bowl in twenty ten. I was one hundred percent. I was like. <sighs> I was like, there's no way they're going to lose to the Packers, right? And then I was like, oh, wait, it's the Packers they're going to lose. But you kind of for a sec were – but I don't know. Cutler was – it was something else. But with – is he going to come in and he's going to work with Fields or is he going to be like, nah, I want my own guy. And he's just going to screw that and he's going to go somewhere and Denver's going to get their second chance with him. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I – Well, do you bring Fields in on in like the interview process as well? So, I mean, so Fields has to approve this guy? 100%. In a sense? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, I mean, you're not gonna, you don't want to have the same sort of situation where, like you were mentioning before, the Cutler, uh, McDaniel's in Denver. I mean, that what good does that do anyone? Uh, yeah, Fields has to be involved with this. 100%. Unless they, unless they ship us Kyle Orton back. Well, if we're gonna get Kyle Orton or Caleb Haney back, I'm fine. 
Oh my god, Caleb Payne. <laughs> I think I just fucking puked. Caleb Payne might be the worst quarterback ever. All right, so here we'll go back to what we were saying at the very beginning. The last Bears quarterback. All right, so the last three Bears court quarterbacks to throw uh four at least four picks in a game. So Andy Dalton yesterday, you said it, Matt Barkley, Jay Cutler. Can you name the other quarterback in 2010 that threw four interceptions in a game? Oh, Todd Collins. Todd Collins. Oh, I think you ten, just found someone. 10, 10, 10. He threw four fucking picks. Jesus Christ. Yeah, at least I'm on this Who's list. Caleb Haley never threw four picks. Who's that against? Do you know or no? Uh, Carolina. Carolina, okay. On the road. he had. Oh, my God. He had 17 total yards passing. <laughs> Did Caleb Haney go in or something after that? I mean, that's awful. Oh, I I'll have to look that up. I don't – Jesus Christ. That is – and that's the year they went to the NFC Championship game. Well, yeah. It's, that's – I mean, just how – I mean, you look at the Packers and how they've had this run with Favre and now Rodgers, and it's it's not even good quarterback play. It's like – it's obviously great. They're Hall of Fame. It's great quarterback play. And the Bears are just out here like – just Haney, uh, Craig Frenzel. Just hey, by the way, but the Bears won that uh, that 2010 game, uh, 23 to six. I guess yeah. too. But that's Carolina. Oh, they won and gave. Oh my God, I would have never guessed that. I would have thought. I would have guessed that. That's crazy. Uh, just give me give me three Pro Bowl years in the next 15 years with whoever the quarter. If it's Justin or whoever, just give me three three years where I'm kind of like okay, you know. I'm not going to be greedy, but give me a Super Bowl. Give me three, you know, good years where I'm like, okay, this guy's really good. And then give me a couple, like an Eli Manning type career I'd be happy with. A little mediocre, gets really good in the playoffs. Just give me that. He's mediocre. You don't think you're going to make the playoffs. He goes on a run from like week 15 to week 17 um, to make the playoffs. Just, I'm not, am I being greedy? Now that's shooting no, for the stars, dude. Much. You're shooting for the stars here. Am I shooting too high for Bears? For Bears play, no God. If uh, give me give me any sort of, I don't give a fuck if he has Asperger's. Just give me a Super Bowl. Do you remember two years ago when they talked about bringing Eli Manning in to, to uh, a washed up forty year old Eli Manning to take over for Trubisky? Jesus Christ, that's like, I know who. Not that he's won a Super Bowl, but that's who kind of who like Matt Ryan, his type of play now. And like the you're hearing that he he might be out of Atlanta after this year. I mean. Yeah, can you imagine having an, an old Eli Manning behind that shitty Bears offensive line? Like, he'd probably die. he wouldn't be doing the the Monday Night Football. He'd be dead. He literally would be dead. So, yeah. here's a question for you guys from an outsider's perspective. Because Ryan, for for what's worth, I'm not a Bears fan. I'm a Steelers, He's a Steelers fan. fan. Um, so would you, you sure rather look like have a Bears fan with that orange hat? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. Would you rather have the backlog of quarterbacks over the last 15 years of the Browns or the one that the Bears have had? Are you giving me Baker Mayfield? Yeah, I guess that's fair. All right. Uh, oh, do you think Baker Mayfield's better than Jay Cutler? Uh, potentially. Would you rather, so you'd rather have Baker Mayfield over Jay Cutler? All right, well, give me Prime Cutler again. I, I'll roll with it. But I would take Baker Mayfield today over Justin Fields. Don't kill me. We just haven't seen enough of Fields. I'm, I'm sure Fields will be great. But give me Baker Mayfield today. He reminds me a lot of Cutler, actually. I don't know. Believe it or not. Uh, I, I, mean, yeah. I, I love Baker for sure. 
I love Mitch Trubisky. Okay. I'm, I'm his biggest fan, but we know how that turned out. I'm not saying he was a bust, but we know how that turned out today. Give me Baker Mayfield. I'm, I'm the happiest guy on earth. I'll buy his all, every <laughs> color of, uh, of his Jersey. I'll buy. I could love it. I hate to say it, not looking for, uh, you know, a controversy here, but I, I couldn't be more on the opposite end. <laughs> don't like Baker, man. <laughs> no, I I, I'll, I'll tweet it out. I'll tweet it out from uh, Shy Sports right now. We'll see how many votes we get. Prime. So it's what's the so the question is who would you rather have, Jay Cutler in his prime or Baker Mayfield right now or like well, in his prime? I, I guess what I'm saying is I do I do think Baker and Cutler have a lot of similarities. What I'm saying is I've already seen enough from Fields to know that. He's going to be a better quarterback than what Baker Mayfield is. Well, oh, so you're saying Justin Fields, man? Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, like, is he's got so much swagger, but so does Jay Cutler. Like Cutler's got that, like, I don't care swagger, and then Baker Mayfield's like, I'm going to rub it in your face swagger. Where like <laughs> both, just like it's they're total opposites personality wise, but on the field they're pretty similar. Yeah, exactly. The problem with Mayfield that I have is I've just seen him miss so many, so many throws. Like he is so errant with the ball. It's like, I, I don't know. I just don't see him ever taking a team to the Super Bowl. A team's going to take him to the Super Bowl. That's fair. But like, the thing is what I love about Justin is you're never, I mean, I'm not going to say never anything can happen, but you've never seen him in trouble. I don't think you're going to see him off the field. I mean, he's been in trouble in the, I mean, the offensive line sucks (laughs) off the field in trouble. Um, you don't see him. He's not getting DUIs. He's not getting police videos. He's not getting, um, you know, arrested. He's not in, he's not like Johnny Menzel. He's not partying in Vegas the night before, you know, a game. He's, uh, he's a, a class, he's a classy guy. He's a stand up guy. And he's yep. a guy, as long as he pans out, he's the guy you want leading your franchise for the next 10 years. Okay. I can listen. I can get behind that. I love him. Well, I'll get behind it too. I mean, if he sucks in a couple of years, I mean, I, I like him personally. So I'm going to be like, all right, this, but like, I, it's a business and I understand that. So if I don't want to talk negative of him because I, I like Justin Fields personally. And some of the stuff I've seen, I'm kind of like, you know what? They might have something here. And I, when I say might, I'm, I'm 65% sure they got something. All right. So I'm going to tweet this. And there's a chance. I'm going to tweet this poll right now. And obviously this is going to be kind of biased, obviously because of the following that we have. So should I put, who would you rather have at QB, Jay Cutler, or Baker Mayfield or Justin Fields in Baker Mayfield? What do you think is going to get Warner closer results? I border 50, 50. I think Cutler and be, Baker is going to be too close. Like that's, that's, I was, no, I was going to say Fields and Baker would be closer. Should I, I could add a third here. Look at this. What? Let's, oh, look at this. Look at, I actually forgot that I could do yeah, a third. And option. that's how Twitter works, apparently. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to tag you in this. Like, like another video today of like what happened on this day. Say that again. You forgot to add like a what happened on this day for today. Uh, you saw, you know, sometimes I just, <laughs> it's kind of funny. There's times where I'm like, Way too hung. Not that I was hung over today, but there's a lot of times when I don't do it. It's just I'm like hung over. <laughs> but today I actually I had to take the dog to the vet, and I was like, ah, fuck. There's there was a, there wasn't really a good Bears one. There was one from uh, they won like seventeen to nine in two thousand six or two thousand nine. I do a, like that Ryan's keeping up on our post though. Oh yeah, it's like a boring ass game. It was terrible. I was like, ah, fuck this. But back I to the. 
I was just confused. I was like, is it some weird guy or is it, you know, <laughs> a guy that's running a podcast who's like pretty laid back and I love it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think the one time on it. So I actually, I started this to, for like, to get into like, you know, build a sports portfolio, but then it kind of just turned into like, we all have access to it and we all could just like post random shit and like fuck around. And Oh, it, it turned out great. Honestly. I mean, I, I love the way it's, um, it turned out. It's, it's, I'm no, I'm glad you're keeping tap, keeping was, us accountable though. You no, know, I got a follow a couple days ago and I'm like, how soon do they unfollow me? Because how annoying I am. <laughs> <laughs> when I, I'm at a point where I, there's like people I admire in, in writing or admire in life. And I'm like, please do not follow me because I know I'm going to be hurt when you unfollow me. Because I know you're going to. I don't know <laughs> tomorrow or in, in two weeks or two years. I know I'm going to say something that's like, okay, screw you. So like. You couldn't honestly, I've, I've not even, and I don't even, I, I, when I started, I didn't really follow a ton of people. So just more recently, we've started following more people uh, just because I would just go on like my personal Twitter to yeah. whatever. Um, but no, so now we're following, I don't know, 117 people yeah. and well, you are not in the slightest annoying at all. i mean it's fun yeah. that's like no, I mean, twitter's no, the no. biggest sports bar on the planet yeah well that's the, that's the thing is i just like make jokes i'm like oh my god you know i'm awful but uh yeah i don't know i don't know make more 69 jokes people love that uh, i you know you gotta you gotta come out like yesterday i was so bored with the game i'm like dave montgomery is the first bears running back on december 5th you know 2021 to catch eight balls for 50 plus yards i mean i was like <laughs> bored. I was like, I just got to tweet something out and I got to keep it uh, without just saying how much I hate this team. <laughs> it's cool when uh, when some of the videos get retweeted enough that like, you know, Peanut Tillman was was in one of them and he he quote tweeted and put it on his page. So like when, yeah. when you yeah, get yeah. when you get like a guy that, you know, you watch growing up or like that you look up to as an athlete, it's cool seeing that. It is kind of funny because we're I'm just like youtubing these and just stripping these videos from youtube and like oh yeah i remember this i remember like being 15 years old watching you know cuddy throw for two or three touchdowns and peanut you know force a fumble or whatever and it's just like crazy to think or like who honestly always quote tweets our stuff is zach miller he's short time here he's a fan favorite he's awesome with with fans on twitter i you know, I always get like from him, like I'll tweet at him and write. It's like five minutes later, it's like Zach Miller has liked your tweet. You know? Yeah, he's, he's awesome. Uh, he's big buddies with Cutler, so maybe that's our avenue to getting uh, Cuddy on the pod. Ooh, if you get Cutler on, send me a hey, DM. Uh, Max is <laughs> Max is talking about getting retweets from Peanut Tillman. Meanwhile, we literally interviewed Jim McMahon for our fourth podcast episode, you, and you people did. forget all about it. Oh yeah, we did. We interviewed Jim McMahon. Talked to I him for like an hour. It was great. I wonder if he remembers. We did talk at the end. We did talk about smoking weed. We yeah. talked about getting high. It was he, pretty fun. It was he nice. gave us a lot of good content. Dude, if, if I was alive, like a kid in the 80s, I would have been like the biggest Jim McMahon fan. I would have been like going to school, like headbands on just, <laughs> with, the, with the sunglasses, been like, yeah. Uh, you you know, can, like if Twitter was around in the 80s, it'd be smoking Jim. Smoking Jim. <laughs> People I mean, to, like nuts about him. Just Zubas in a headband. And you yeah. could tell he's still the same guy because when we started the podcast, he said, give me a second. I just woke up. Let me go brush my teeth. And he just came <laughs> back with 
came back with the biggest dip in his mouth ever. Just a hammer hog of a dip spit in a solo cup. Yeah, he was the best, which is kind of funny that he would even give us the time of day because who the fuck are we? Right. But yeah, he was good. He was awesome. It was funny as hell. It's like three de- absolute degenerates just interviewing the Super winning quarterback. A couple years ago, there was maybe it was like last year, there was a random guy who's like had a, like a Browns podcast that interviewed Mark Trustman. And I watched the interview and I was like, this guy's so boring. Not the guy, Mark Trustman. I'm like, this guy is so boring. It's the way he talks. And I'm just like, oh my God. Oh, you can get Mark Trustman on the show like that. He's got nothing going on. I was just going to say. <laughs> How do we get? Let's, how do we get Trustman off the list of guys not to reach out to? <laughs> hey, we'll just DM his daughter. Oh, so fair. <laughs> Hashtag missile. Uh, right before we get into the starting five, I, I wanted to ask you how, in what way, what needs to happen for the Bears to pull off a miracle upset this weekend? I think Aaron Rodgers just doesn't show up. I think he's just gonna be like, "I'm taking this game off." No, um, they have to run the ball well. They can't turn the football over. Maybe. Uh, Maybe Nick Foles gets the start. I don't know. He's not that good, but it's like, are you all right? Are you willing to be like, you know what? Season's over. Justin's not playing. Do you give Nick Foles the ball? I mean, I don't. Yeah, I would do anything. I would. I do a, a college of quarterbacks. I would just keep them. Or a car- college, a carousel of quarterbacks. I would just keep fucking rotating them. Keep the court- <laughs> defense on their toes. Yeah, drive. It's a new quarterback. Um, I think if Andy's the starter, just don't turn the football over, which is hard to ask him after last week. Uh, run the ball well. Uh, don't get too cute. Don't turn the football over. Win the uh, the possession battle, you know, time of possession, and try to slow Aaron Rodgers down. He's going to score 24-plus points. So, the Bear, unless if you don't have possession – you're going to get killed by this guy. He's going to go down and slaughter you and slide plays. So I don't know. I really don't have an answer because I would be shocked if they, I mean, they're 12 and a half underdogs. Yeah. Yeah. We were saying how we get pumped when they score 22 points and we're like, yeah, Rogers is automatically scoring 24 minimal. Like the, best worst thing, day. the best thing the Bears could do is a Washington football team special and just try and like you said, control the clock, have the ball for more than half the game, 20 play be- drives, things like that. You got to be boring, but they're, yeah, you got to have the ball for a long time. You got to run the clock. It's going to be boring. But if you win like 17 10, you win. I mean, it's going to, they're going to, Rogers is probably putting up 20 plus points on it, maybe 30, uh, especially in Lambo. But I really want this win because of all the crap he talked to the, you know, the whole I own you. It would just be so funny if they won in Lambo. Just shit right on his chest. I would, I, I'm right <laughs> there with you. I couldn't agree more. Um, all right, let's, let's jump into the starting five here. So Max, we're doing the starting five of, and this is from, this was an article that I believe, how do you say Alyssa's last name, right? Barbaria. Something like that. I don't yeah. know. Uh, but for bears wire, she wrote, she had an article, 25 celebrities, um, that are famous for, or that are bears fans that are famous. So we're going to do starting five of famous bears celebrities. I'll let you All guys right. handle this one, you three. Yeah, Ty, I know you you don't have shit on this. Well, I'm bit on with the first pick if I get the first pick. So you you're so how I'll do it is we'll do you, Max, me, and we'll snake around. Oh. Right. So you get the first pick. You could you could lead us off here. Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Great first pick. Um, um don't need much more explanation after that. I'm gonna go Bill Murray. 
Ah, you son of a bitch. All right, I gotta, I, I'm trying to think of like, uh, you did Vince Vaughn, Bill Murray. I'm gonna go, no, 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 no. I'm gonna go, (laughs) I'm thinking if I wanna go, um, go, uh, athlete or, uh, Movie star. I'm gonna do. Maybe I'm, I think I'm gonna do both here. I'm gonna do Dwayne Wade. Oh, I didn't think of him. That's a good one. And then I'm gonna go Ashton Kutcher. Ah, that's another guy. These guys are hot as shit. Just saw a little pig. Little, nice little snake. All right, I'm gonna go. And this is <laughs> this is kind of because Ryan. I feel like you kind of look like this guy. I'm gonna go with Jake Johnson. Oh, I don't know who that is, but I'll take. He's the it. dude from. Uh, have you seen New Girl? <laughs> he's uh he's funny he, our, what was that movie you ever seen the movie or heard the movie tag with john ham we'll find we'll find a picture of him you know who i actually thought you looked like i thought you looked like mitch trubisky no i no. thought that i thought that <laughs> i literally did think that i was like damn is this mitch like i'm like no nah, i got a big nose man i'm not mitch <laughs> uh all right, so for my pick, I'm going with Sebastian Maniscalco. That guy is hilarious. If we're doing snake, I'm taking the uh, the best UFC fighter to ever live. Uh, he was screwed in both fights, CM Punk. He's 0-2, but in my book, he is 0-0, and he's just waiting for his debut. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Jeez, where, is CM Punk, he's from Chicago. No, I, I'm thinking what's – I think he's from Lockport. I'm not I, sure. I know, I know he's from Southside, and he's like, oh, I was like the only Cubs fan growing up. I, I saw his movie, and I was like, okay. So, so I, I did see on your Twitter that you're a big UFC guy. Is he your favorite fighter, you said? Uh, Conor McGregor. Uh, McGregor. Tony Fer- Ferguson. Uh, Jorge Masvidal. Dude's um, a monster. Uh, for women, Aspen Ladd, Amanda Nunes, um, Valentina Shevchenko. Um I mean, we could go all day. I don't know. Did you watch the Gaethje and uh, Chandler fight? That was oh, Michael Chandler's on my list too. I yeah. love highlight. That fight was nuts. I was surprised it went all three rounds. Yeah, fucking bombs. All right, that's that's all I have to say about that. All right, it was it was it was good. Hey, I met Conor McGregor. I got a picture with him at the Cubs game when he was at Wrigley. Oh, oh yeah. I think his first pitch was. Uh, I, he said something so funny. He was like. Uh, He's like, I didn't have the accuracy, but the speed was there with the other guys. Like, he's like, I had. He's like, I put the venom on it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe it. I was. He's so he's so funny. It, he, the only thing he messed up on outside of the pitch was uh, him not saying, "Let's get some runs." Yeah. Oh, he had no. He had no idea how. I mean, he was reading those lyrics verbatim, <laughs> just right from the right from the sheet. <laughs> I think he said home team too. He didn't say root root for the Cubbies. So it's. It's root for the Cubbies, and then it's, let's get some runs. I mean, everyone knows it. Yeah, he he definitely didn't say that. <laughs> Are you going to tell him that he said it wrong, though? I would never tell Conor McGregor. I would tell Conor McGregor that he's right on everything. He could I say, say I would have been ready to change the lyrics to whatever he just said right there. Clap, all right. For a theme song, to your York, <laughs> and then we'll do it. That's fine. Uh, is it is it back to me? In yeah, the it's on you. Back to you. Yes. All right, I'm going. George went. Norm, Norm from Cheers and that uh, Bears, one of the super fans. All right, this is I'm uh, I'm going a female here, female 
Uh, I guess she's an actress, but I think she was a Playboy model too. Jenny McCarthy. Uh, she's a Bears fan. Fun fact: Me and her went to the same grade school. Really? Yeah, <laughs> that's a fun fact. Hilarious. And then after that, oh god, there's so many good choices here. Um, <laughs> take it. I'm I'm hanging up. I'm not gonna tell you though, so you don't take it. I won't hang up, but I'll be upset. <laughs> Just hangs up immediately. I'm going Jeremy Piven. Oh, you stole mine. He's a oh, you know, I did know that. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a real good one. Yeah, he's a big Bears fan, a big Cubs fan. I think I feel like Bill Murray's way more Cubs fan than Bears fan. I feel like he's just kind of in that wash because he's a all right. I got I got I got more. So whenever Max is up, I think we're back to Max. Kyle's got two, right? I did. I took Jenny McCarthy and oh, right. I forgot about Jenny. How could I I forget about her? It's, I just know at this point. I'm not even picking off a of caring. I'm just like, I'm just going to – I know they're Bears fans, so I'm picking them. <laughs> All right, I'm going uh, Dwayne Wade. I thought he was already picked. Yeah. Didn't you was, already? Kyle I, picks him with his number one overall pick. You picked Wade? Jesus Christ. Hey, welcome to the draft. <laughs> just, that just <laughs> goes to show that I don't listen to anything that you say. <laughs> uh, Thanks for right, tuning pivot. in. We're going to pivot here. I'm going Tim Duncan. I thought you were going to say like Vince Vaughn. I was like, well, no, that was also Ryan's pick. No, Wait, I, I stuck um, with, the, with an I NBA player. With Hey K Adams, I, I know she's kind of a reporter, but she's also a Bears fan. Oh, is she? Is she? She's a Bears fan, yeah. See, why did I always think she was a Packers fan? Oh, come on, man. She, I like her. And uh, then, Burke, right? Huh? She's on NFL Network? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Oh, I am. And... Yeah, I'm take the other guy, the the other guy on that show too. He Peter, he's a fan too. I'll take both of them. They seem like nice people. Okay, Peter Brandt. Yeah, I, I don't even. Yeah, I no. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, I think that's who it is. Yeah. Yeah, on a Good Morning Football or whatever that is. Yeah, something like that. The show. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm right. a big K Adams fan for what it's worth. Yeah, yeah. I think we all are. <laughs> so we're back to me. Is this the last round? Yeah. Yeah. All right, I'll close it out with Jim Belushi. Oh, that's a good pick. Oh, my God. Why didn't I think of that? All right, well, then I'm going to go John Belushi. All I'm right. going to uh, their illegitimate sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they might have a sister to begin with. but Who's on your list that uh, that we could use as an honorable mention that we, did in, uh, we didn't hear? It's Farley. I, I was, yeah, he's a go. I was gonna go with like Seth Rollins, that wrestler dude, because I know he's a Bears fan. Yep. Um, this, I got to a point where I was just naming people that I know are Bears fans that are like somewhat or fame, you know, like athletes or something. Because I, uh, Zach Ertz, Julie Ertz's wife, I think she's a Bears fan. Is she? I don't know if she plays. I'm, she might not be. Definitely isn't after yesterday. <laughs> no, one is up. I was people that were like Chicagoans. I mean, are like isn't Nick Offerman from Chicago? Yeah, Bears. Fan. He's got to be a Bears. He is fan. a Bears fan. I feel uh, like if you're from there, you have to be a well. Not I say here. I'm from New York, but I feel like if you're from there, you have to be a fan, right? <laughs> no, nah, it's easy not to. The, the worst. Hey, that. I, I'm a fan too. I understand, but the worst people are the people that are from Illinois and they love the Packers. So oh, no, the worst. It's like, what are you doing? Just move. You know, it's like it's like we almost like Steve Bartman more than you. We yeah, I think we, I do. I think we do. At the, hey, wait, the Cubs won the World Series. We're good. You know. Yeah. He, he's well, we're under the bridge. 
erased from my memory. Run the bridge from. Yeah. Yeah. What's almost just as bad is someone who grows up a Colts fan and then decides to be a Steelers fan in the mid to late twenties. I was never actually a Colts fan. I was just a Peyton Manning <laughs> and Marvin Harrison fan. Really, that's what it was. And when they won that Super Bowl against the Bears, what's that? You were just so happy when they won that Super Bowl against the Bears. I was. I was excited. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> now we were pretty pumped when. Uh, when the, they fumbled inside the five on like the second drive or first drive, whatever, we were pretty, we were like, oh yeah, who, yeah, we were just so pumped. And Cedric Benson decided to fumble the football. And with that nice, what was that, a pick six or a nice pick, Rex Grossman? We were pretty pumped. We were like, yeah, nice, nice. Sexy crap. Rexy time. <laughs> he just, and he threw that pick. Yeah. And it was like a close game at the time. And then it just blew it. Yeah. God damn it. It was like 20. It's like Calvin Hayden, a like Chicago kid. Who probably grew up a Bears fan. <laughs> I was, you know, he was like, yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard. Bear. You know who probably didn't grow up a Bears fan and still isn't a Bears fan? Matt Nagy. Yeah. Matt Nagy hates the Bears. I think, like, I think, yeah. Buddy. That's actually a great conspiracy theory. It's something that I'm not going to start it, but someone should start that conspiracy. <laughs> someone should just like random burner account should just be like, did you know that Matt Nagy grew up a Packers fan? He's just trying to ruin this whole thing, and then like a bunch of like sites like the Patch, they they came up with a he's getting fired stuff, and no one else was like, and then people start writing about it, and then everyone's like, "What are you talking about?" I couldn't believe that. It sounds <laughs> like it would come from the like the same you know websites or rumor mill about Aaron Rodgers being gay. <laughs> the onion. Like, yeah. yeah, you know what pisses me off, and I'm not going to name drop people or sites. Because I respect everyone. I love everyone. Um, I hate those sites that are always like, oh, George McCaskey's mad. George, oh, they're going to fire him. This week's his last week. Kind of like the patch. Um, and then he never gets fired. It's just like, come on, man. Like, I'm, I'm really clicking on this stuff. Clickbait central. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, George McCaskey's heated. And it's like a picture of him. And then he's like, he looks happy in the picture. <laughs> If you want me after the after they get their dicks kicked in on Sunday or during during the game while they're getting their dicks kicked in, I'll tweet out sources are telling close to the situation or telling me that Matt Nagy actually hates the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> when I saw the tweet that Nagy quote unquote lost the locker room, I was I was pumped. I thought I thought that was you know it. he didn't lose, he lost he lost uh, Allen Robinson and he lost him a long time ago. <laughs> that's who he lost. I, I'm starting I'm starting to think that's all he lost. Yeah, I mean, the guy who was the source on all of that was Alan Robinson, his co-host, right? Alan Robinson's co-host on a podcast. It's like this. This makes no fucking sense. <laughs> Anthony Miller was still on the team because his cryptic tweets were hilarious. Like, oh, we're so embarrassed, guys, and like nothing would change. He's a stealer now. It's whatever. <laughs> oh my yeah. god! I don't even like at this point. I unfollowed him when he left the team. I was like, these are funny, but. I just can't do it anymore. It's not funny if they don't relate to you. <laughs> they threw crap on the Texans or the Steelers. I couldn't care less. Yeah, exactly. It's it only matters if he's just ripping Nagy a new one. Right. If you're not ripping Nagy a new one, you know. What are we even doing? <laughs> cool. Uh, should we have Ryan plug his uh, Twitter and stuff one more time before we get him out of here? Yeah, I was about to say. Um, so Bears Wire at Bears Wire, and then what's your uh, Twitter handle, Ryan? The, the Bears Wire is uh, at the Bears Wire on Twitter. Uh, they put some great content out. I just am happy to contribute. And then my Twitter account is the underscore fed underscore two three. 
There we go. There it is. Again, and you can, uh, we'll tweet this out so you can get his handle um, on one of our tweets or obviously check out the Bears Wire. So, Ryan, thank you again. This has been great. You're a recurring guest now, so we're going to have you around. We're gonna, yeah. Um, we'll, have, we'll have you back for the Cutler episode. For, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, you're going to be a sneak attack guest. Crazy, man. Even if I'm here just for five seconds. <laughs> Trust me. If he if Cutler somehow if we somehow get Cutler on, that would be the the craziest thing that anybody's ever seen. <laughs> and trust me, we've tweeted at him before. Special, we're drinking beers with Cutler, smoking a cigar, anything. I'll do anything for Cutler. And Lord, that would be the episode that we just get absolutely wasted. I'll do it. You're <laughs> a team guy. I love Don't it. Or tell right. me twice. Right. Thanks again so much. We really appreciate it. And yeah, uh, thanks for coming on. It was a good time. Next time. Of course. Thanks, guys. All right. Welcome back. That was a great interview with Ryan Pedro from Bears Wire. Uh, we're going to end the show here with our gambling picks. So on the season last week, I went 3 0. I had Rams 12 minus 12 and a half, Chargers plus three and a half, and Bears Cardinals over 45. So that puts me at 20 and 13 on the season. <clears throat> Pardon me. Ty, you are currently 0-2, but you have Pats plus 2.5 right now. We're recording. It's halftime. So with that record, you will be your 19-13 pending a Pats win or cover. Pats are up 11-7, I believe. What did I say? You just said it's halftime. Oh, my bad. Yeah, it's 11-7 at half. And then, Max, you uh, – let's see. You went – you're 1-1. One one. <laughs> yeah, and I think I took the fucking over in this game. But <laughs> – I didn't realize that there was going to be 50 mile an hour wind gusts. So over. So you are 15 and 17 right now pending um, the total of this game. But hey, if it makes you feel any better, Max, I actually I put real money on the over of this game today at 40. Fuck your money. Oh, you There's did? the milk on the line, dude. Fuck, wait, fuck wait, you. hold on. What did you get it at? 40? 40. <laughs> yeah. I guess there's still a chance that hits, but. Need. 22 points. It's run, 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 punt. Yeah, I know. That's, a, that's like the summary of this game. <laughs> Fuck, the Bears should just, they should, they should have swapped out the Pats for the Bears. <laughs> <laughs> Bears would have thrived in this, in these conditions. They are these conditions. <laughs> Max, since you're in last, you know the trick. You lead us off. Fuck. Well, I got a, I got some work to do here. Um, Give us your favorite. Yeah, I'm going to go Chargers minus 10 and a half. We're playing the Giants at home, and the Giants do not have Daniel Jones. So, uh, I like that. I Mike that. Lennon. Ty, since you are currently a half game behind me right now as we are speaking, you go next. Uh, I got Cowboys minus four and a half against the Redskins because if history's taught us anything, it's that the Cowboys always beat the Indians, dude. Uh, just the Washington football team. We're, uh, we're we're mutually inclusive on this podcast. I bet you want me to call it the Willis Tower too, huh? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. I'm taking the Titans minus nine and a half over the Jags. I don't think the Jaguars are good at all. It's a bounce back spot off a bye for Vrabel and the boys. And we're just going to shit pump them. Maxi pad, let them loose. So we're going dogs here. Dogs are barking. Mm-hmm. Um, are what's that? What's that saying? Home dogs bark. Home dogs mm-hmm. bark, but only if you take them when they're at home. 
Well, that makes sense. People forget that. This is tough. I think I hate doing Monday night games, but I'm going to do it. <laughs> um, I'm going to take the Cardinals minus three, at, minus three at home against the Rams. You that, you mean plus three? Uh, wait, wait, wait. You have to do it. Uh, you have to do a dog right now. Check that. Yeah, that's that's incorrect. <laughs> My bad. Just take the Rams. Um, so this guy doesn't know how. Uh, I'll get. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not taking the Rams. We've been doing this segment every week. <laughs> He's buzzing. These games are tough. Jeez. Jeez, I know. That's why they make them. That's why. That's why they make them the way that they are, dude. And that's how I'm they gonna go. Niners plus way. one against the Bengals. Niners plus one. I like that. That's a good bet. Is this going to be week fourteen? This is already week fourteen. Oh yeah, this is going to be week fourteen. It's wild shit. I know. It's crazy. All right. I don't like any of my picks, but it is what it fucking is at this point. I got Ravens plus two and a half against the Browns. Dude, you are. I'm, I think you're a Ravens fan, actually. No, Jesus Christ. You had the Ravens over the Steelers here. Well, let's be honest. The Ravens almost won I, I want to say out of the past five or six weeks, you have picked the Ravens five or six times. And look at my record, so that should tell you something. <laughs> hey, I know here I'm, I just uh, saw a stat flash on the Monday night game. The Patriots have run 28 plays right now. 27 of them have been runs. Yeah, no, I, I know. It's crazy. And was the other one a screen pass? I don't know. Yeah, it was like an eight-yard pass to a tight end. That's bonkers. But Damian Harris ran like a 60-yard touchdown. So I saw that, which is also crazy. Um, all right, for my my dog, home dog's bark here, I'm going back to the well. I don't know why I keep doing this to myself. I'm going Jets plus five. Wow. Against the Saints at home. I don't think the Saints are good at all. Ooh, I don't. I just don't trust the Saints covering five. Maybe a three-point game. What if the Saints go marching in? Then what? They won't trust me. I know a guy. All right, fair. Uh, let's get the totals here, boys. Max. Totals. Totals. <laughs> <laughs> Gonna need a second for the total here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> At this point, like I, I, I need to like. It's this is just part of the brand. Like this is who I am. I, I need to keep it rolling every he, week. He said totals. Then didn't say a word. <laughs> totals. Um, uh, man, I'm gonna go. Cowboys, Redskins. Actually, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to say the R word. Cowboys football team under forty eight and a half. It's fair. Cowboys football team. Um, are you going under 48 and a half? Yep. Look at you. Who are you? I think the football team really can tries, tries to control the clock. Their defense is not very good, but Cowboys defense is pretty good. So They like to muck it up. Yep. Get a little mucky. Uh, I've got... Bears Packers over 44. Nagy's fighting for his life right now. And he needs to at least put up points against the Packers. And the Packers always put up points. All right, so am I allowed I that was my <clears throat> that was my over too. Am I allowed to pick the same over? I thought so. Yeah, you do that. But I, so 
You guys, if you guys want to just completely box me up, just keep taking the same picks. <laughs> so my reasoning for that is totally different because Nagy's been trying to put up points for like he's that's all he does and he sucks at it. Um, but I think Aaron Rodgers might again might put up like thirty five. It's gonna be like a thirty five fourteen game. There you Let's go. See. I'm betting the over for this game one hundred percent. Again, we got to tweet these picks out here. We're gonna make a look, another nice little graphic for it. I can make one too when I make the starting five ish. Max, we have to let people know that Max is going to uh, chug out, get all the milk in an hour. I can't wait. Can we do one of those like sk- like not a, a gallon? It's like a liter, basically. It's a one gallon or a pint or whatever the hell it is. No, <laughs> in a football liter of Dr Pepper. I could drink a liter of Dr Pepper way easier than a liter of milk. No, we're, I'm saying we're going to fill up a liter of. Like a Dr. Pepper leader <laughs> with milk. But leave a little Dr. Pepper in there just for the flavor. Just for that. All savory. 23 of the flavors. What do you know about savory taste? Every once in a while, like throughout the week, I'll this will cross my mind and I'm realizing that I'm going to have to sit at this desk and just hammer a, a gallon of milk. <laughs> no, no, no. We're doing that one live. <laughs> I will yeah. see you in studio. I think you're going to want to do that live, yeah. You're going to – I mean, Max, you, you're, what's the what's the halfway point? You guys are just going to have to come meet me. Yeah, but I have all the equipment. You want me to pack it all up and bring it to you? Solomon has all the equipment. He's got all the milk. <laughs> <laughs> I got you a fridge full of milk, dude, it. just for the occasion. And you mean to tell me you want me to come to your house? <laughs> He's been training for this until he realized he's in first, but now he's just doing it for the love of the game. (laughs) (laughs) South Elgin's a little far for you guys, though, so we'll we'll find a compromise. Yeah, the range. That's a good episode. You guys got anything else? I think we just got to kick it over to uh, our guy Ryan, right? No, so we're doing time traveling here, Max. We're time traveling. Oh, I thought this was going to be before the interview. No, this is the future. The interview has already happened in the sequence we'll of part. the episode. <laughs> All right. All right. We'll see you next week. <laughs> Bear down.